Applications, we scope out the floors of the room. She focus on the floor, potential sensation, the bella du jour trying to bloom. It was my resolution to be more positive, but I ended up being positive more. That's right. What what are you, what are you doing this week, Jimmy? You gonna be out and about, do some exciting things? I was uh, gonna take a little road trip up north, do some work, hang out in the thing. You were planning on leaving this apartment and not being with me straight for five days? Yeah. Wow. Well, too bad because we both tested positive for COVID. Yes. I don't know what variant or version. Uh, it's Omicron. Who knows? It's Omicron because there's a cough, there's sweat, night sweats, and we can still taste, and everybody in the world has Omicron right now. Um, it's our first time getting actually getting COVID, uh, even though we're vaccinated. Uh, I, I had these same exact symptoms and took them to the hospital in December of 19 before anyone knew what COVID was. Mm. It was unlike anything I had ever had, and it was all the same exact symptoms. One big puke, night sweats, three nights of fever, a little bit of runny nose, but mostly flu-like symptoms. Um, and so I think I've had it twice, but certainly I've tested positive this time. And um, yeah, put your mask on to listen to this podcast. <laughs> That's right. It's coming to you through the, through the your airwaves. Uh, yeah. Well, I got the booster on Monday and then I got COVID on Sunday. Although I've had very few symptoms, no fever. So... Whatever, you guys, it's spreading all over the world. You know, try to stay as safe as you can, but realizing that most of us are going to get it by now. Um, the pain, the the pain in the butt part is that we have to stay home and that it's so boring and, and you can't leave your house. And I, I did my first like Amazon Prime grocery delivery, which the prices are so inflated. Like yeah. it looks like everything's really cheap when you buy it. And then they add right. an additional for the delivery. And then somehow it's, they add another $20 because your shopper might then get you the, more. Well, and then, uh, well, at least. I will, this is not a habit. Only during me actually having COVID, I'm going to do this delivery grocery thing. Yeah. At least does. on one, I tried like DoorDash. There was like a tip option and it gives you like the very lowest option for the tip is like five bucks. And it's like, wait a minute. My order was nine bucks. Like. There's a new Not- law actually in California that that um, these food del- delivery app tips do need to go to the actual restaurant workers because yeah. DoorDash and Uber Eats were taking of course all, a bunch of those tips. Yeah, yeah. That's- so, but that's a that's a new law that just passed. We're going to be covering a lot of new laws that uh, just passed on January first, and uh, yeah, it was a new year. We had a huge bonfire before we got sick. Uh, we burned away the old, including the Christmas tree and a whole bunch of wood at um, three different bonfires down at Huntington <laughs> Beach. That's how much it took to burn all this wood that Jimmy had in the back of his truck. I'm not exactly sure how legal all of that is, so we'll just be going into detail about it. It is legal. <laughs> well, yeah, it's legal. We paid the $15 to go to the beach and we had the big uh, Christmas tree and a bunch of wood. And the guy was like, have a good time. And then we burnt everything. And then it was pretty fun. We kept it contained to the pits and. And that's that's how you dispose of uh, wood trash here in Los Angeles. Unlike my BO. Huh? I don't keep it contained to the pits. Oh, haha. <laughs> All right. See, it was kind of okay. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Living with you straight day, night. 
I'm not sick of you, Jimmy. I'm not. That's one it's thing. Fine. I don't yeah. need any space to myself. No. Things have been going along very well. When all of a sudden, it happened. Are we finally ready to start? Live from the City of Roses. I thought this would be funny, but it's not. This is L-A-A-F. Everyone thinks we're incompetent. With Grace Fay. I just want to tell you all how happy I am to be back in the studio. Grace! And another unsung blue-collar hero. Jimmy McCammon. Don't you sometimes hate yourself? Constantly. The old team together again. Oh. Nothing can stop us. Fee. This you must have dreamed about this moment for a thousand times. Is L-A-A-F. How'd you like it? Oh, I didn't. Thank you. I'm going to leave them the worst review. I love it, Pomona. And action. Oh, yes. Activate all the shields because uh, we are coming in for a landing and we are hot with virus. Okay, we are spreading droplets. We uh, have been through tracking. Uh, through uh, causational tracking, and we have discovered that um, the cause, the source, the original source of the virus was, uh, uh, it was well, it was either droplets uh, inhaled through the mouth or uh, upon a surface touched with the body or the hands. And so you so, found the source of COVID. Yeah, well, the where we got it, that's certainly the source. Um, <laughs> So you have no idea who you got it from. Well, I'm warning all of our listeners to avoid, if you don't want to experience what may very well be the fifth or sixth worst flu symptoms of your life, you may very well want to avoid surfaces, okay, and droplets, all right? And the way you identify droplets, at least in film, is you backlight them. Hmm. So you yeah, want to go get a around fog machine in there? Yeah, you can drag a little one k around uh, with you, you know, and just backlight all the dollars? droplets everywhere. No, just a one k, you know, like a a one thousand watt. Light. Not everybody knows random movie lighting like you, Jimmy. Oh, ho, 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 ho. oh, we're gonna be talking about canceling my gig culture today because that's what we've all had to do. There is no more gigs. Um, I've had two possible singing gigs in the past two weeks, both canceled. I'm going to consider getting a job because <laughs> <laughs> gigs won't do it, man. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Is uh, Maybe gig culture, if you're in one of the systems, like one of the apps or something, perhaps you can still be a task rabbit or an Uber drive or an Uber eat go get or whatever like that, you know, an Amazon drive. Yeah, so you're talking about the kind of gigs that a lot of people in Los Angeles have where you're you're booked on a film shoot, you're modeling on this one thing, you have an acting job and it's just one day, you have a you know, a, some kind of photo session or Talent or singing and crew gigs. Yeah, or catering or things like that. So that a lot of us basically subsist on that kind of money and in a normal when everybody's healthy and the world is working, we get so many of those that we can pay our rent with that. But um they're booked and canceled with abandon now and it's yeah. like um you can't take a booking seriously, at least for the past few months. And um, you know, and since any sort of government, you know, handout money sort of ran out, it's like, uh, this is pretty critical this you know, any money you're getting from your job job. So 
Well, and it's interesting this week because usually, usually I'm able to find work per week anytime. You know, I get yeah. the casting notices every day. They're always looking for someone of my type to do something or other. And I'm unemployable this week until I test negative, until I quarantine five days or whatever. It's, it's a weird feeling. It's a weird feeling. Living hey, off the savings. Uh, that's uh, that's Grace Fay over there, um, and uh, we're uh, here. We want to uh, give a shout out at the top to our Patreon sponsors. They're Donna Newman, uh, May Kukro. Let's hear the call of the Kukro bird. Aww. Uh, Mystery man Jake Allen, mom of the podcast Cindy Simmons, uh, Estelle and Wade Ward, the Doc and the Doc's husband. Did you see Estelle in that cute little unicorn onesie? Probably she, she was. She was having fun I would the close other day. Follower. She's always wearing something cute. Um, and of course, the granddaddy of the podcast, Jeff Wong. Go ahead and step up, everybody else. But I mean, Jeff Wong, pretty much killing it from day one. Now we started this podcast because we weren't allowed to go outside because everyone else had COVID. Now we actually have COVID. Oh yeah! And uh, this podcast is the perfect thing to do. Well, I like the I like this. I like the diametrical opposition of the ability of your ability to go out if you have it and your ability to go out if you don't have it. <laughs> Either way, the message is the same. Don't, I mean, don't go out. Well, I'm looking forward to once this is all over because then I will have been vaccinated, boosted, and actually had it. So then can I maybe go through the world with a little less fear? Yeah, I guess. I have opinions about this vaccine now that I got not a scant nine months ago. It's is it got, it's got to be the worst, weakest, lamest fucking vaccine ever devised by man. Well, you didn't get Every Delta. Every other vaccine ever ever made by human beings lasts you a good year or so. Even the flu vaccine, which nobody gives a shit about and doesn't work very well, lasts you a year. So it's a little, it's a little lame to be so. Now I'm sort of like seeing, understanding other people's points of view in terms of like at least it's a little lame to be pressured into something that like ah this is as good as this thing worked. Like I just got real sick. I should have got boosted. I don't have you got boosted and uh, it seems like you got a little less sick. Yeah, yeah, never got a temperature. Yeah, but so in I other admit news. That. Um, because my God, I'm so sick of this conversation, even though it's happening, even though it's happening in our world right now, uh, let's talk about golden some other stuff. Globes. <laughs> the golden globes. Um, wow. Pretty sad golden globes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nobody was invited. They didn't stream it. They yeah. just were an in little white group of white people. I guess it's 80 people and they're voting members and not a single black member, which is one reason why people have been boycotting it. Listen, plus wh- COVID. Listen, white, sad. listen, white people, if you've lost Tom Cruise, you've lost all of your, your, your pull as, as white. He was half of our collective whiteness was Tom Cruise. And now he's left us. He's abandoned us. He sent his statues back. He doesn't want them anymore. Hollywood's gonna burn. Me and you, like Cagney and Lacey, or Scott and Bailey. Or maybe a partnership where one of them is a man. Yeah, team us. I must say this is irregular. If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live from the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Train slams into downed plane in Pacoima after pilot is pulled from wreckage. 
What I, the I just hell? gotta show. I'll show you this. Uh, this is worth showing you right okay, now. Okay, a, a plane, a plane crashed on a train track, and then a train hit the plane. This is. This wasn't the filming of an action yeah, movie. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah. Did anybody die? They saved the life of the Alright, we're watching the rescue officers here rescue. Pull them out. Pull the pilot out of his plane. Now. Kablooey! The train. And the train the comes train. right after. That is the most insane thing I've ever seen. It looks like a an action film scene that that uh, uh, you know John Claude Van Damme should be in. It's ridiculous. Shout out to the Foothill Division officers. Oh my God, they saved his life. Oh yeah. So and this guy was forced to make an emergency landing on the train tracks. Yeah. And then the train comes just seconds after they they pull him out so no one died uh, and the train yeah. just went through all that if the train just took that plane out yeah uh yeah the guy would have been smashed to pieces and the officers um said that uh in the report afterwards says that they had asked for the tracks to be to to be shut off but i guess the the message oh police officers the message didn't get through to <laughs> yeah. the various branches of the Somehow different law commu- enforcement yeah their communication methods are slow over there at, at, at uh, LAPD <laughs> wow that is that is wild um, there are a bunch of new California laws as we mentioned um, including all California voters will receive mail-in ballots regardless of whether they sign up for absentee voting. So so these a lot of these were passed by Newsom in the past year, but now they're finally going into effect on January 1st. Um, we mentioned the food delivery app tips. That's gonna They're going to try to get that to the actual workers a little bit more. There is a minimum wage bump. Um, it's saying that businesses with more than 25 employees must pay their employees at least 15 an hour. Smaller businesses can do 14 an hour. I thought it was already up there. Yeah, but, I thought um, it was 15. Um, but no, it hasn't been. So I finally, fast food workers are getting 15 an hour. That's minus taxes, honestly. So it's still it's, barely a living wage. It doesn't wage. match inflation. I mean, inflation now, everything's so expensive that you still can't live as a, a single person, even as a modest, you know, everything modest, you can't live on 15 bucks an hour. You just can't. As usual, California continues to pass environmental laws like this one. Um, we are now required to toss excess food waste into green waste bins, which uh, not everybody has. Just homeowners are going to have like a separate recycling, green waste, and um, normal trash. But basically, uh, dang, I said basically again. I always say that on this show. <laughs> I'm trying not to say it anymore. That's my New Year's resolution. Okay, if I say basically... Yeah. You guys can drink a shot of vodka, even though it's 10 in the morning. And also, Jimmy, you can put a funny sound effect. Oh, uh, okay. Okay? To try to uh, keep me from saying it. Okay. So, uh, landfills uh, full of food scraps actually contribute to greenhouse gas emissions. So, that's just a little something for me to think about. I guess I could try to put the compost down the disposal, since we definitely don't have a compost bin in our apartment complex. Oh yeah, I'm I'm kind of for this. I mean, I'm I'm against any law ever, but like I'm for doing this. Like composting is is a good thing. And actually, um, you should just you know if you have a, some square footage outside in the backyard, you should just have a compost 
thing. It's not like it's not a big deal. It's just kind of a little, you know. And the you only some... gross moment is when you have to keep that like tiny green waste <sighs> basket of rotting, you know, food scraps and and uh, eggshells on your sink or underneath your sink. I think if you empty it regularly, it's fine. Oh yeah, just yeah. put a put, put a lid garden. on it. Put a lid on it. Uh, inbreeding could mean the end for Southern California mountain lions, but there's a way to save them. Well, because there aren't many left, but there are some. There's one that just came down in Griffith Park uh, recently. I saw the photos of him. They're pretty famous, the, the mountain lions that do roam around Los Angeles, because there aren't that many. There are bobcats as well, and deer, believe it or not, and coyotes, which I see coyotes regularly, actually, in Pasadena. Oh, there's a big boy who walks through this neighborhood who thinks he runs the show, and I have not. Yeah, the coyote. I, yeah, I have yet yeah. to challenge him on the matter. No, he's, Perhaps he's he healthy, does run the he's show. happy, and he just walks around in the middle of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, he just uh, trots along on the sidewalk like he's out for a walk. And, I love it. And at night, which is like uh, snack time, you know. Well, and I love it because the coyotes are out and about and they're on leash. They're not on leashes, but then all the dogs have to be on leashes. Uh, yes. Uh, and then uh, members of uh, the Lead Rose Parade Band, we were wondering where we got this coronavirus that we got, right? Oh, yeah. Well, members of the Lead Rose Parade Band tested positive. They were tooting their horns. And what's funny... Spreading, ab- spreading, yeah, droplets. What, what's funny about this uh, article is the picture that they show of the band. And it's just these boys, and they look so sad. I think that's a girl behind him there. Well, you know, these children, and they look so sad. They like. They're dressed like revolutionary uh, band members. They like. White gloves. They like picked the um, the saddest looking uh, picture. I mean, I'm sure there's a there's a picture of this band where they're like playing and happy and they didn't like they weren't tested positive and then made to go play that's what this picture looks like right right yeah <laughs> they're so sad i'll that's post a it long on the day. thing the actual rose parade the people who have to i've marched in a parade Ooh. before and it was not as long as that route is and that is like three to four hours solid of walking and then what occurred to me watching those watching those bands especially i took note of some of the tired people mm-hmm. and they were the the guys playing and the ladies playing the big brass instruments yeah because, not just a tuba like insanely big horns or just like a, a, a one of the larger saxes go ahead and hold how much do you think a, a what's called a baritone sax weighs like you know Ten pa- pa- I don't know. You know what? <laughs> 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 Let's see. We both suck at this. Maybe I suck less. I'd say it weighs like 17 pounds or so. You know, maybe 10, 10 to 17 pounds or something. And like you're holding it out in front of you for like maybe hours. Like those guys, I could tell that they were tired and I could tell that they were Six was pounds. Six pounds. Or seven or eight pounds for a euphonium. Those are the big ones. Those were in there. You saw a lot of euphoniums, man. Oh, this. Oh, no. A typical euphonium. This says 9 to 11 pounds. Okay, so imagine holding 9 to 11 pounds out in front of you. With that thing around your neck, pulling well, on your neck. And the thing is like the precision, like, uh, you know, like holding it w- where you can just grab onto it with your mouth is a different thing than just kind of holding it up close to the body, hugging it in. Like you can carry 10 pounds like that, but like having it out like this, some of those dudes were like collapsing and ladies. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. But it was a good show, and everyone was so optimistic about the new year, and then now COVID's shut everything down again. But anyway, we'll get through this, and uh, yeah. There is isn't a county uh, COVID-19 pickup drop-off kit program uh, for testing. Mm. Uh, somebody, this is the test I had, too, these uh, eye health COVID-19. Uh, I took two in a row just to make sure it was real or whatever i guess um but like uh yeah details in a full listing of uh the pickup testing kit are available uh at this daily news article that we'll post because you know i guess you should be able to get a few of these maybe you can get them for free insurers Uh, will start covering home coronavirus tests as of saturday yeah and if you see how that works if you're getting that sweet county health care or the state you know obamacare whatever it is like that they usually carry uh cover all of this testing and there's tests available you know there's drive-through testing there's there's tests stay home like us stay away from the hospitals unless you're Uh absolutely super sick they are now um cutting the quarantine uh, down to five days rather than 10, basically because they have so many healthcare workers, doctors and nurses that are getting, that are testing positive and they, they need them. There's staffing shortages. The other thing is that the, as of now, they are now allowing hospital workers who test positive but have no symptoms to keep working. So it's very likely that you could go into the hospital negative and the person taking care of you is positive. Well... Maybe. I'm just saying. It seems like the. It seems like it's not, uh, um, uh, you know, transmissible or uh, uh, contagious for long. Like a couple days before, a couple days afterwards is everything I've read. But like, I don't know. Yeah, if uh, that's uh, people are going to be more and more and more lax. I bet in five years you'll be you'd be surprised to see how lax people are about freaking coronavirus. Yeah, you know, like, just like the regular just, seasonal flus. Yeah, and it might not even be you know where you quarantine yourself or whatever. If it, you know, like I said, this was the fifth, sixth, maybe seventh worst flu I've ever experienced. I've literally had the flu. And had it worse off than this and thought I was going to die. Like, this was not a thing. I realize it's going to be a thing for some people, but it wasn't a thing for, uh, for us. Uh, breaking news, another another six new California laws you should know. Legalized to-go cocktails. High school ethnic studies requirements. Strip. Uh, yeah, so basically <laughs> um, they started the idea that cocktails, you could take cocktails to go, wine, beer, and cocktails from restaurants during the pandemic, and uh, it's going to stick around. So you can go ahead and grab that cocktail to go. Mandatory minimums are gone for drug crimes. I like that. Yeah, that's huge. Drug- that's a big change that hasn't happened hey, wait, since wait the war on drugs. Being that it's stupid, too. You can just get probation now. You're listening to LAAF. You don't sound very cheerful for a girl who's giving a tea party. Why should anyone be cheerful? She had such grace. Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, grace is a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents... Can't stop helping, won't stop helping. Grace? Well, you don't want too much grace. She's here to guide you. Wear a cute mask. This is how helping works. Love the Guggenheim. I'm all about saving the trees. This is Grace. She's a natural beauty. No, no more helping. I like a more upscale nachos. Is trying. Just go along and sell out, honey. To help. Helping accomplish. Grace, grace, grace. It's the little old lady from Pasadena. 
to full so whatever it is that your intentions were at the beginning of the moon they're now fully grown therefore my coronavirus is fully grown into a full-fledged infection congratulations thank you thank you so much it doesn't it doesn't help that the test looks like pregnancy test right i know i know <laughs> i know finally men get to experience the the anxiety of watching the little, the, little, line. the little blue line tur- turning yeah exactly <laughs> And then going back to the instructions and going, wait, did I read it right? Did I read it wrong? Wait, am I yes or is it no? I want to make sure I read these instructions right. My thing was I didn't put enough uh, drops of urine on the first one. And so I really wait, had wait, to wait. cover wrong, the second wrong one. Wrong fluid. What? <laughs> wait, are you sure you're positive? No, actually, there have been a lot of things going around TikTok where uh, all this misinformation that people are like putting different kinds of juice and putting the thing under tap water and going, look, it shows a positive test when you put kiwi juice on it. Uh, Therefore, yes. these tests are not are not valid. That's right. Well, it, I tested negative when I was negative and positive when I was positive, whatever. Um, of course, what else do you do when you're stuck at home? You watch TV. Um, We've been watching Station Eleven on HBO Max. HBO Max, the most expensive streaming service, fourteen ninety nine a month. Good lord! I'm trying to watch as much as I can, including and just like that, The Sex and the City, um, before I finally say that is too expensive and cancel my subscription. But uh, is the righteous gemstones on that, or is that? Yeah, the righteous gemstones. We started that. That's making it worth it. That's really good. Yeah, that's a great like bro humor kind of funny. uh, There's a girl in it. Sure. Spoof of, it has that guy from Workaholics in it and John Goodman. So it's definitely bro humor. Like, yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, but they're spoofing uh, Tammy Faye and Jim Baker. We did watch The Eyes of Tammy Faye with Jessica Chastain as well. So uh, that the whole story of that couple is, um, is out and about. And then I was watching on Amazon Prime, The Discovery of Witches, which is very good. And I did watch The Wheel of Time and I loved it. Um, of course, I love fantasy. Jimmy loves science fiction. He likes The Expanse. Um, and, and yeah, The Wheel of Time. So now I'm super into The Wheel of Time and I'm going to start reading the series. My friend Mary Lou is an uh, expert on the series and has hosted the premiere in San Francisco. So I texted her and said, what book should I start with? Book zero or book one? Because just like Star Wars... Robert Jordan wrote book one, two, three, but then uh, they've written prequels. Different authors have written prequels. So I'm oh, going to yeah. start with book one, which is called bleep, bloop, blop, bleep, blop. That's a terrible name for a book. They should have really <laughs> run that by their editor. The Eye of the World. So yeah, these books were written um, back in the 80s. And, you know, I haven't gotten into a fantasy series Were they in written in Manhattan or Connecticut? Or how come the T's from Connecticut aren't the same rules as Manhattan and written? He's British. That, see, that's oh, no, he's different American. rules. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm making fun of you. I know. Girl, people from Connecticut don't say all the T's. They just pick and choose. They don't give a shit. I'm going to smack you with a mitten. A mitten? Yeah. Uh, over the top of my hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a T. It's fine. Go ahead and say the T in hat. Mitten? No. 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 And we say all the R's, too, even though we're from the East Coast, because we're snooty like that. 
Um, so I believe I said Elizabeth Holmes uh, would not get convicted, but she was convicted on three of the counts of fraud. Oh, dang um, it. I'm going to jail. Yeah, it's likely she'll serve time at a low security prison um, for deceiving all of these uh, these investors. Actually, the gig I was supposed to do on Thursday, which was canceled, and I couldn't go anyway because I'm uh, contagious, um, had General Mattis there. Uh, oh, he yeah. was one of the, the rich ex-politicians uh, who had invested in her company. But Former Secretary General. Her company lost like $900 million. It yeah. cost them $950 million, almost a billion dollars that will never be paid back. Give to your favorite local nonprofit, everybody, all right? If you really want to invest, invest in your community, all right? Help your actual neighbor start a small business, okay? Go get uh, a, a rake from the Home Depot and uh, rake your street, okay? This is LAAF. It's a comfort. It's weird. For the whole week? Yes, sir. And now. That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and guess what else? Today, Junior! The LAAF Podcast presents... Today! Today! Is today even a thing? Even a thing? Well, today is January 12th. It is National Pharmacist Day. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the pharmacists. Thank you for all the pills. We love those. Uh, Americans. Oh, God, we love pills. Guess what was invented by pharmacists that you might actually enjoy? Um, mm. Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Dr. Pepper, and ginger ale. Oh, yeah. That's back back when they had cocaine and all It's medicine. Yeah. Well, ginger ale is pretty good medicine, actually. Um, because yeah, what do you do when you're sick? Like when you're sick, it was interesting watching what you eat. <laughs> because so when I was a kid, mm-hmm. there was my mom would serve me saltine crackers and Sprite, thinking that the bubbles were going to help my stomach or something and sure. settle my stomach. And then weirdly, and this is I'm sure left over from the 1960s when she was a young mom, um, she would serve me hot Jello. So Ew. cherry Jello, liquid form, hot that had not yet congealed. Okay. And that was something I could sip on when I was sick. Okay, what weird things do you eat when you're sick? Uh, okay, I'll go for the bubbly beverages, but I mean, I'm already all about those. I'm drinking the seltzer all the La time. La Croix. Um, I mean, La Croix. I might have a diet ginger ale, but my thing Ew. is, uh, my thing is uh, a bagel and cream cheese because I like all the breadiness. I don't ever eat bread normally, but when I'm sick. Especially feverish, you know you're burning a ton of calories. I can't gain weight to freaking save my life when I've got a fever. I'm hmm. dropping it. I'm sweating all night. I'm losing weight. I love. You've had the Omicron night me. sweats, which is something Ugh. that Omicron has. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's like the seventh worst worst flu symptoms I've ever experienced. So it seems like we should lock down the whole. So bagels world. and cream cheese, but bagels with and cream cheese. cucumber and with tomato, an egg, with some vegetables. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah. We've it been not treat. LAAF. We've been eating bagels, you guys. Listen, it is. Uh, uh, there is a coalescence of two different uh, happenings this month, January, right? Yes. Um, and there's rules to it. Okay. Because it is Unchained Dog Month, all right? But just it is someone's random dog that's chained, just unchain them? I'm telling you right now that there are rules. 
It's Unchained Dog Month. The whole month. Oh, this is going to be chaos. And it is Walk Your Dog Month. Okay? So, don't walk your dog without a chain, people. You may. Okay, if someone is out walking their dog in observance of Walk Your Dog Month, you may approach them and unchain their dog. Okay, that is okay. If someone is just out for a random dog walk, letting their dog take a shit or whatever, or get some exercise, don't touch the chain. You can't unchain that dog. They're not in that celebratory mode. The crossover rules do not apply. Stay away from that dog. Okay? Any dog you see randomly can be unchained. If you see a dog in someone's yard, it is Unchained Dog Month. It is January, so you can unchain that dog. But if someone's out for a dog walk, you leave that dog alone, unless they are observing Walk Your Dog Month. Okay? Okay. I, I don't prefer to own a dog. Instead, I do own some houseplants. It is National Houseplant Appreciation Day on January 10th. Okay. Um, Having to stay in our home all Well, then week, we missed it. I do really appreciate our houseplants. It's really nice to have something fresh and growing um, around. And I like to have herbs. So I have mint, thyme, oregano, sage, rosemary, because I can just dash out to the balcony and grab any of those for cooking at any time. These are and all strippers' course, names, huh? Um, yeah, yeah. Hippie strippers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Time and Rosemary. I don't know any strippers named Rosemary. Oh, uh, you don't go to the right clubs. I guess not. Yeah. yeah you got to go to Humboldt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the strippers in Humboldt. Um, yeah, instead of smelling like like crazy stripper perfume, they smell like essential oils and like... Nog Champa. Nog Champa, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, of course, in Southern California, a great houseplant... Um, is a succulent. Those hey. are those are so cute and lovely. This and is a family podcast, all right? You keep your personal life at home. The trick with houseplants is keep them outside or keep them very close to the window because most houseplants probably aren't getting enough light. But uh, yeah, yesterday in, celebrate was, them. Yesterday was National Milk Day. Ah. Um, I celebrated hard. Coconut I got milk, done. almond Oof. milk, oat milk. Oh, real milk? It's Cow it's, milk? Milk is milk, okay? These are nut waters. There's been litigation about this. Nut waters? Yes, these are all Come nut on. waters. <laughs> I'm sorry, coconut milk is the yummiest thing to add to your coffee. Um, and you know what else uh, was uh, yesterday? It was National Girl Hug Boy Day. Oh, uh, just one way. I, I got see. one. Yeah, yeah, I got one. Oh, well, that's sweet. Usually on National Girl Hug Boy Day, I, I score a lot of hugs, but. Um, this year, I was quarantined, so I just got the one. I see that also yesterday was National Step in a Puddle and Splash Your Friends Day. <laughs> That's great. That's a whole day. Well, uh, we could have just had it tomorrow, which is, we could have just had it today, which is National Youth Day. <laughs> and, one of, one, and one of Grace's favorite, which is National Hot Tea Day. How come these are all boring old people days? Well, National Marzipan Day. Old people Marzipan don't celebrate day. anyways. Old people aren't having parties for these. They should make, uh, you know, uh, uh, National um, uh, Skittles of Rapper Day. <laughs> Did you try that marzipan? That was what I got for Christmas gifts this year. It's like uh, um, a condensed almond candy that's shaped into little fruits. Did you, you did you like those? No, no, I don't like any of your like compressed powders that are posing as candies. These are all just like meant to explode in your mouth and and create dryness through your soul. 
But it would have been great on National Milk Day because you need like a gallon of that shit to wash it down. Tomorrow's National Korean American Day. Awesome. It's Lori. It's National Gluten Free Day and Rubber Ducky Day, which we celebrated last year. You know all about Rubber Ducky Day. It's going to be awesome. You're listening to LAAF. Is it my birthday? And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. Cowboy. Cowboy. Hold on. Hold on. It's a classic. Well, I'm packing up my game and I'ma head out west where real women come equipped with scripts and fake press find a nest. Uh, happy birthday this week to the great Kid Rock. I heard a description recently of Kid Rock's home and it seems like a um seems like a thing like a like a guy who was born in a trailer park in Tennessee. Empty pizza boxes. Well, would buy if they somehow overflowing ashtrays came by <laughs> no. Okay. Anyways, uh, on the eleventh, uh, let's see. We missed the birthday of Mary J. Blige. It's terrible. Happy um, birthday, Mary! Today on the twelfth, happy birthday to Jeff Bezos. Oh, sure. Founder yeah. of Amazon.com. I've been forced to resort to you, Jeff. Now that I'm stuck at home with COVID, which I'm sure was the plan all along that they were gonna dial in the grocery delivery system and the quick (laughs) prime delivery system uh, Uh because we were forced to stay home. Uh, I like the hesitation you looked at me when you were about to order your prime uh, grocery delivery and go, I'm going to have to give Amazon my address right now. (laughs) Right. They do have my address. Yeah. Happy birthday today to Naya Rivera, uh, the actress and singer from Glee who tragically died. Um, when she was out swimming with her son on a, um, a lake nearby Los Angeles, the two of them went out alone. Uh, the son had a life preserver and she didn't. And although she got him back in the boat, unfortunately, her body was discovered a few days later. Super sad. She's really young and total tragedy. Like boating, man. Too bad. Stay off those boats, people. Happy birthday to Howard Stern, 67 today. Uh, by all accounts, has become uh, uh, just a generally a normal old, you know, like uh, AM morning show guy. <laughs> yeah. I have not listened to his show in many, many years. But hey, he paved the way for all the, you know, the shock and jokes and s- sketches and, and dopey Gimmicks and Are we crap. like Howard Stern and Robin? No, I hope not. No. I hope you're slightly less misogynistic than him. No, yeah. I'm way more He's woke. He's a real jerk. And I, I don't, I'm not like, hey, shock people just to shock people, you know? Like, that's not the gimmick women. of the. And object, yeah, having I mean, all strippers just, and like you know hookers and I, I listened like to him workers, sorry. when I was a teenager <laughs> because I could hear it on the radio and it made me feel. I was like a 14, 15-year-old girl, and I don't know. It gave me a weird sense of the world in the 90s that yeah. that women are only good for sex, and that's all because of Howard Stern. Happy birthday to the beautiful and famous and wonderfully talented Issa Rae, um, who created the series Insecure. She's an inspiration to all of us here making our own content in Los Angeles because she created her own web series 
um, and put it up on YouTube. And then that's how she got the show Insecure. So that's what all of us here at the low levels tell each other. We go, hey, you know, you could do, you could pull Anissa Ray. You could, you could make your own series and then it, it, some Netflix would pick it up, you know. That's the First dream, off, right? who are you calling low level? Myself. Um, the only time I have worked with Issa Ray, she literally flew in on a helicopter and then jumped into a race car. Wow. So I, um, oh, she, I will never have anything but respect for that woman. On a commercial with her, yeah. Yeah, it was a, sort of a promotional shoot, like a gimmicky have celebrities come in and... Um, and drive around in a race car gimmick thing uh, by Forklops. And uh, it was, uh, she flew in on a helicopter for transportation reasons. So, but all super very cool. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday to Rob Zombie and uh, Rush Limbaugh. Wow. All of the, uh, all of the shitty old radio greats ha- share the same birthday today. <laughs> um, happy birthday to Melanie C. Uh, she's, I believe, Sporty Spice. And she also had a turn on the most recent series of Dancing with the Stars and did pretty well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can we talk about um, the girl on SNL that, that uh, Billie Eilish, that was the host and the musical guest and how pissed off that made me? She's 19. Yeah. And they couldn't find or give an opportunity to another musical guest or host in that week i mean she did fine in both except that her songs are like really sad and depressing which is my pet peeve with snl when you're laughing and you're laughing and you're laughing and then the musical guest comes on and it's like sad folk music and you're like what mm. are you doing like could someone be funny or have something maybe upbeat or sexy like lil nas x or yeah you know dua lipa even she was better anyway this is the morning radio gripe from the ages mm-hmm. is that like the, the programming used to be set and you couldn't choose the songs and so you'd be doing a fun bit, right? We're doing this fun bit where, where a beaver family talks to some Angelinos, right? And then, and then all of a sudden it would go into Sarah McLaughlin and it's like, what do you, all the laughs that we built up, all of the fun that we just built up, all of the goodwill is ruined by your shitty music selection. It might have been because of COVID that they had her be the guest and the host, but it, or they were saving money. No, she's huge. That's yeah, all. She's it's, huge that's it. That's the calculus of, of that range, show. It's not, are good... you funny? It's not, would you be good? It's not, are you a good actor? It's not anything. It's just, are you huge this week? Well, they and the thing with Billie so Eilish is her family already had money. I guess her mother is a real estate agent and basically helped gentrify Highland Park, like turned Highland Park completely and made a ton of money on it. So she and her brother are L.A. natives and already rich by the time they, No, you know, she's humble and she's never moved out of her, her parents' house because she's so humble and simple and cool. Uh, not that her parents' what house 19 is... What 19-year-old is cool, too, it's by Not the that way. her parents' house is 89,000 square feet. That couldn't be why she's never moved out. I wouldn't fucking move out either. Like, you never she have her own to wing. see him. Happy birthday this week to Dave Grohl, LL Cool J, all right? Some real ones. Jason Bateman, all right? I started it. Hashtag Bateman for Batman. You're not listening to me. I was following you. I was following you. This is LAAF. So people do like me? Yes, people like you. Do you like me? 
are you still a loser? Everybody hates Jimmy. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Shyman guy, enough. Now here's a very charming man. He's an idiot. You don't seem like the type of person that anybody would want to hire. I have a personality type that makes it hard to work for or with others. Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. I'm not about all that razzle-dazzle. Wear your good suit. This is my good suit. So yeah, I think I'm probably an anti-vaxxer now, now that i found out that it doesn't even work after nine months. <laughs> like, all this hype, <laughs> that's what, that's what, I don't think that's actually what people are mad about, but I think that that is what they should be mad about if they're mad at all. I'm not mad about any of it, but... All, but it seems crazy to me to hype up something that works and only has a nine month. I mean, I realize they extolled us all to get um, to get uh, boosters after six months, and I did not, and that was stupid of me. But also, this is the seventh worst flu symptoms I have ever experienced in my life, and nobody ever pushed a flu vaccine on me as hard as they pushed a COVID nineteen vaccine on me. So it's like. Uh, all of the things, all of the things that we try to do as a society to pressure people and as the government to like put rules and laws on people is just adding to the skepticism, you understand. Like now that I've realized that the silly vaccine is really only effective maybe for seven or eight months and and I know and I know that having had COVID, I will have really good immunity. Do you think like I'm do you think I'm open to being pushed into getting a vaccine and a booster and a vaccine and a booster and these things forever and ever now? No, absolutely not. I'm considering it even less now because like, because why? To get eight months of immunity? How, how much immunity do I get out of having it? I'm pretty sure that I had it in December of 19 before they knew what it was. It was these same exact symptoms for the same exact amount of time. And the thing is, I walked around and didn't wash my hands and didn't wear a mask for an entire year while the thing brag. was go- while the thing brag. was go- going rampant and I didn't Smart get it. Smart person brag. Well, I didn't get it. And I think it's because I had immunity for that year. I think your natural immunity lasts you a little bit longer than the uh, uh, immunity from the vaccine, that's all. Um, cuz I like I didn't get anything. So, I don't know. Uh But, you know, that all being said and me uh, finding all that out firsthand from my own experience leads me to believe that, like, uh, who cares? Like, you're not, you know, if the vaccine... Scientists say. If the vaccine was an all-saving thing that made you actually immune for years or for even an entire year, it'd be one thing. (laughs) But it's not. It's flawed. It doesn't work that good. You know, I'd say get it, get boosted if you're in the high risk category of like um, old people and, you know, larger people and diabetes people and stuff like that. You should probably get the vaccine, get a booster, you know, get one every three months. I don't know. Go for it. But like it, if this is as bad as it's going to be and I got to listen to pressure all freaking year long about getting vaccine and wearing a mask, like, I'm sorry. No, I'll just take I'll take the hit. Thank you very much. 
And also, one other thing, and this is more important, how come old songs are so short? All right? I've been listening to all these old songs, trying to get better at them and figure out stuff, you know, like 30s, 40s, 20s even, like, you know, every song's like a minute long. It was just harder to do back then, I guess. Uh, well, you had to have like the whole orchestra all in the room all at once. And, oh, yeah. You couldn't loop anything either. That's true, yeah. You could play the whole song now. So you're up in GarageBand now trying to create your own music. Because why, why not? Why I'm not enter a new, a new artistic genre? It's never too late, folks. Music made in those DAWs, like, that doesn't actually turn out very well. But I think I can noodle out like a track. You know, I think I can noodle out like ambient sounds and like um, uh, percussion tracks and stuff like that. You know, I think that tool is good for that. Um, but then I, I like mixing real musicians. That's where the that's where the talent's at. Once you've mixed, you know, either live or post mixed audio, then like you really get a keen ear for like the talent of a singer or like a, a drummer or like, you know, the very individual, you know, talents of a band and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I guess that's, um, that's the thing. Uh, this segment of the podcast, uh, is brought to you by live, laugh, lock, uh, live, laugh, lock is, a, a virtual online security. Okay. Nobody can monitor all of your security online all the time and see that all the porn sites that you visit aren't full of spam. Okay. But live, laugh, lock, we can make you feel good inside of your heart. Okay, and how we do that is we play nice music and we tell you what a virtual private network is, even though you'll never understand what one is. And we say nice words and we have a usually we have a really sweet lady who says uh, like all of the things about our company, Live, Laugh, Lock. Um, So you want to get that wrapped up. All right. It's only $300 a month. Um, and you have the security inside of your heart, that feeling. Nobody can make you actually secure, okay? And understand, please understand, your data is susceptible to being stolen by pirates on the internet, okay? It is susceptible to being sold on the dark web, okay? And we're sorry about that. But at Live Laugh Lock, like we said, we can give you a feeling of security for about 300 bucks a month. Send that in. And uh, go with Live, Laugh, Lock, all right? Proud supporters of the LAAF podcast. Yeah, it's Capricorn season, don't forget. We all appreciate that, Did you ever go see that shrink about your uh, anger issues? This is LAAF. All right, we're halfway done. Let's take a little break. Yeah. You guys want to have a uh, one-minute dance party? Yeah. And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History. We call it... And you just All right, in 1915, on this day, January 12th, the House of Representatives voted down the women's suffrage bill, which would allow the women the right to vote. We had to wait another five years before that passed. Uh, so yay, a bunch of white men told a bunch of white women that they couldn't vote uh, for another five years. Okay. I was going to be happy, but then it said vote it down, so yeah. 
well, it, it it got to a vote, which is it's better than nothing. Is better it? than nothing. No, maybe yeah. it's not. Uh, this week in history, um, big. Big, big news, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, is born January 15th, uh, and uh, of course, while uh, plagued by scandal and uh, murdered young, still a personal uh, hero of mine, because you know what I'm saying, like, uh, he preached uh, what, he, uh, what, he, what he did. He was an incredible, incredible speaker, author, poet... Prophet, yeah, incredible man. Yeah, yeah, it was my first long form, uh, like a historical report in a in a in a grade school, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, it's gonna be Martin Luther King Jr. because who was braver? Um, and uh, uh, yeah, here's one of my favorite quotes from, and it may be one you've heard before, but I guarantee it's not the one you hear the most. Um, what I'm saying to you this morning, my friends, even if it falls your lot to be a street sweeper, go on out and sweep streets like Michelangelo painted pictures. Sweep streets like Handel and Beethoven composed music. Sweep streets like Shakespeare wrote poetry. Sweep streets so well that all the host of heaven and earth will have to pause and say, here lived a great street sweeper who swept his job well. I love that because it gives acknowledgement to, uh, you know, the little people who was what that was who uh, Martin Luther King was fighting for uh, his entire life. And uh, I'm down with that. You chose that just on purpose so you could say street sweeper, street sweeper, street sweeper. I can't, though. That's the problem. You have to give a dollar a month to the Patreon dot com slash LAAF so that we can get speech therapy. Um, and on January 10th, all right, this week, outlaw Frank James is born in Missouri. Frank James, uh, brother of Jesse James, uh, famous outlaw. Uh, also this week in history, Charlie Chaplin's assets are frozen because of this lady. Lita Gray? <laughs> yeah, Lita Gray Chaplin. She was born in Hollywood, California. Lolita Louise McMurray. Um, but she... Uh, she met uh, Charlie Chaplin at the age of eight. I think they got married, and she was like 16 or, oh no, 15, um, and uh, was in a test for uh, his movie, The Gold Rush. They and he an was affair. 35. That he is was so 35. creepy. They That's had illegal. Two sons. I don't know if it was illegal then, was it? I assume not if they got married. I mean, didn't Edgar Allan Poe also marry his 13-year-old cousin? Yeah, and I think there was a certain time where it was like you could marry someone very young, but it was like you couldn't sleep with them. Some states have like stuff like that going on and still. Oh, the idea of marrying a 35-year-old when I was 15 is just... Yeah. I can't imagine that. So, so thank God she uh, took that uh, old bastard in that divorce <laughs> uh, and here you came up with a little earlier some historical news that was very sad about the uh, women's rights bill being voted down well here's some women's news that's happy in 1932 on January 12th Hattie Wyatt Carraway becomes the very first woman elected to the US Senate that's pretty neat that's a lady 
She was an American politician who became the first woman elected to yeah, it's there, uh, serve a full term as the United States Senator uh, in Arkansas. Right, uh, you know, she paved the way for other great women like Bill Clinton. So everything's canceled, and uh, we're just going to wait this one out, guys. Wish us luck as we recover. Yeah, this week in history, Don Quixote was published. That's one of the greatest books they make like you read. I do sometime. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. This conversation never happened. Remember the, the kid on the cover of the Nirvana CD, the baby chasing a dollar dangling from a fish hook, the naked baby? So this guy uh, was four months old, Mr. Eldon, uh, when he was photographed in 1991 by a family friend at the Rose Bowl Aquatic Center in Pasadena. Um, it was The photo of him was picked from among dozens of pictures of babies uh, that were photographed for the album cover. So basically now... He, although he's used his fame to pick up women and benefited financially, benefited financially from the album cover. So, so this guy is four months old. He becomes famous because he was the baby on that album of the cover of Nevermind. Um, uh, he has reenacted the photo as an adult multiple times throughout his life, um, parroting that cover. So there's pictures of him like but he's wearing like a swimsuit or whatever as an adult trying to replicate that photo. But, but he has uh, filed a lawsuit um, saying that he was sexually exploited by, the, by Nirvana to use that photo. And a federal judge just dismissed that lawsuit. Because he, he was paid 200 bucks at the time, or his parents were, and he's used it for his own benefit since. You can't sue Nirvana for that. Come on. It's, it's just that his stupid. penis was out there. And I understand that. that but everybody's be. seen every baby's penis forever and ever. Like all babies are always naked all over the place all the time. And you see all their penises all the time. Like it would have to be part of a larger campaign to make, to make baby penises illegal to view. <laughs> because otherwise it's like, no, it's a baby penis. It's fine. It's for every, anyone can look at it. I don't know. It's weird, but it's like there. It's too young to be sexual. You know when you start making sure that like because little babies and kids they'll run around naked forever. You got to start teaching them like once they're I don't know they're probably like two or three or whatever, and you like be like no you got to like start wearing pants around the house and like you can't be naked all the time anymore. People come over and you know that's how it happens. But in terms of like. Yeah, so no jury or judge would ever take this crap seriously. Of course not. Um, in other new laws now in California, um, public colleges in California must now update diplomas and transcripts for transgender students who have changed their names or gender. California is believed to be the first state to ban colleges from dead naming or using the name that someone was assigned at birth but no longer identifies with, which is totally right. I mean... It, yeah, it would suck if you went through all the trouble of going to college and they're going to try to call you a different name that you no longer are. That's completely a different gender than who you are. I mean, as someone who has legally changed my own name, I certainly do not want to be called my dead name anymore. 
and I wouldn't want my college diploma to, although mine does, I wouldn't want it to re- reflect that. And I think it's even more potent if you've changed your gender. So that's cool. That's one of the things I like about California. Oh yeah, one thing I don't like about California is that Governor Newsom is going to spend $2.7 billion on COVID-19 response efforts, um, but they're all like... They're all like, like, uh, uh, make stuff safe and give money to big uh, projects and stuff like that, and not any of them are like give money to actual people thing. So yeah, I've a little dug bit more help for the people would be nice because it's been a long time, and and a bunch of us now have COVID again and cannot work. So yeah, or we'll our see. gigs are all ruined because of the rules around COVID. You know, so like right. unless you have a regular gig at the regular place that's like, I don't know, the corporations really came up here. They're the only people who can, uh, you know, uh, do business. They're the only people who can hire people. They're the only, you know, it's just like, holy shit. Like, any small operator is out now. Gig workers are are toast. Um, uh, Small businesses have been shut down and basically their their resources redistributed to Amazon. So it's... um, it's really freaking not fair and really overreacting, and I'm not appreciating um, these new measures that Newsom is going to take. I don't think you need to spend that money there. If you're going to spend that money anywhere, just give it to the people. That's been the best thing that's ever happened to the economy. It basically goes right back into it because everyone spends it you know, like they need to. They spend it on their rent. They spend it on groceries. You know, and then it's gone. So that's the best thing to do with that money. Newsom, if you're listening, and I know that you are because you're a regular listener to the LAAF podcast. Well, you guys, we're going to make it through. And I just wanted to close with some Except good- for those of us who don't. Some of us aren't. And I just want to say, you've said a lot of times on this show that we're going to make it through. And some aren't. So... Uh, even the darkest night will end and the sun will rise. Victor Hugo... Uh, hope is being able to see that there is light despite all of the darkness, Desmond Tutu. And faith is the bird that feels the light when the dawn is still dark. So it is still the dark time of the year, and it certainly is the dark time of the year in terms of uh, COVID infections right now. But I am staying optimistic about the coming spring. Um, I feel like I'm going to be super immune now. So I'm still holding out for all the things that I that I know are coming back like live music and in-person instruction and uh, parties Uh, for neither good nor evil can last forever and so it follows that as evil has lasted a long time good must now be close at hand what the fuck was that that was garbage that was fucking pedestrian we're trying out two new people. Well, it might not have made a profit on your grey spreadsheet, Alan Sugar, but it feels like it did because of the amazing vibe.